Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. Good day, listeners. I hope you're enjoying your day. I hope you are having a good day in the Lord. Uh, Happy New Year. I hope your uh, New Year so far uh, has been good and full of blessings. Um, And when we walk in the Lord, although there may be trials and tribulations, we have the peace that passes all understanding and that it comes only through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I hope you're doing well. Uh, in this podcast, I'm going to share a message that was actually sent to be sent to me by my Uncle B. He's a pastor in uh, Franklin County, Alabama. He's a cowboy preacher, and he sent me a link, and I'm going to go through the link and read the article uh, to you, and it's addressed to all pastors. It's a call for pastors to stand united on biblical sexual morality. Now, Pastor John MacArthur published it a few weeks ago, but I just received it today. So I'm going to get this out while there's still time and while you have time to call on your pastors to do the same. Uh, So what I'm going to do is read the letter. It comes from a pastor uh, in Canada, Pastor James Coates of Grace Life Church of Edmonton in Alberta, Canada. So we know, and I have listeners in Canada, and I know that they've been going through some hard times, persecution, and they've had churches burned. I'm aware of that. I'm aware of Pastor Arthur Pulowski, who uh, has been persecuted and has been in jail as recently as this year, a week and a half ago, I think. And he was put in jail, but he's being, they can pin nothing on him, but it's because he's preaching the word of God. He's standing up for truth. He's standing up like a lion and he's preaching the word of God. And I can see in him that he's steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And I'm thankful to see 
pastors that are like that, that don't back down. And so this is a call to other pastors and uh, Pastor Greg Locke in Tennessee. He's not backing down. I'm glad to see him. But there's persecution coming. There's persecution coming to the church. Uh, there's persecution to to Americans by way of these vaccine mandates and uh, to Canada by way of vaccine mandates, Australia, Austria, UK, on down the line. We've seen this persecution with this. COVID is over. I'm done with COVID. It's been two years. I know some have died, but most of the time it's been with comorbidities. It hasn't been from COVID, but they have died with COVID. Vaccines are killing people. I was just told today that some a a relative of mine, or in-law of my wife's, their father took one of the shots and went ahead and the, I guess the clot shot, and he took it and took the booster, and he was having pain went to the hospital and his uh, part of his heart had a 90% blockage, a clot, blood clot. It's from the vaccines and they're very dangerous. So we're being attacked. They're attacking America, Americans, Canadians, Australians. Uh, I learned today also that Australia has, they found a Senator, I forget his name, Senator of, of Australia, uh, has claimed to find 10 concentration camps. And of course, they don't call them that, but they call them National Resilience Centers, I believe. And I'd found one a few weeks ago, the Howard Springs, I think it's called an internment camp or a, a health center, well-being center, something like that. It's Howard Springs. And I found it, looked it up on Google Maps and saw it, and it houses about 3,000 people. And they've already been locking people up there that would not get vaccinated in spite of, they, they made them take tests, and they, of course, they were negative. And they put a, a Benjari, I think, the town of Benjari. I looked at the Benjari on Google Maps, and it has like 20 buildings in it, if I looked at the right place. And they took like 39 people from that town that was about 450 miles away from Howard Springs and stuck them in this camp because they weren't vaccinated. So it's happening there. It's happening in Austria. They are fining people up to $16,000 for not being vaccinated. They're trying to other you, as Steve Bannon says, and they are, and they, they want, we're a second class of people now. And, in many countries, but we, I'm not going to let that deter me from preaching the gospel. I'm not going to let that stop me from preaching Jesus and sharing the gospel. I don't care what they do or what they say. So let's get started with this letter of Pastor John MacArthur at gracechurch.org. And this was a letter sent from Pastor James Coates of Grace Life Church in Edmonton in Alberta, Canada. It says, Dear Minister of the Gospel, I write to you this Christmas season to call your attention to an urgent matter in which the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is under attack. On December 22nd, I received an email from Pastor James Coates 
of Grace Life Church in Edmonton in Alberta, Canada. You'll remember that he was recently in prison for keeping his church open during COVID-19 lockdowns. James is a graduate of the Master's Seminary and co-author with Dr. Nathan Bazunitz of an excellent new book, God and Government, to be, to be released March 2022. James' recent email gave me insight into the Canadian government's decision to pass Bill C-4, which, is di which directly comes against parents and counselors who would seek to offer biblical counsel with respect to sexual immorality and gender. James indicates that it could be used to criminalize evangelism. To clarify the bill, James forwarded this email from Pastor Andrews DiBartolo. And here's the email. It says, Pastor John, thank you so much for your willingness not only to shine a light on the situation here in Canada, but also your partnership in calling other men to preach on biblical sexuality on January 16th. And that's why I'm bringing it up is we've got three days. It'll be this Sunday. And hopefully this will have give you time to be able to, to, to tell your pastor or for you yourself. Anyone can go to gracechurch.org and actually sign the petition that comes with it and be able to have your name on that. I've already signed it and I've already shared it with several pastors uh, my dad being pastor, my uncle's the one who sent it to me, and I sent it to a couple other pastors. And so he's calling on us to stand January 16th and all preach on the biblical stance of sexual morality. It's so important. We are being attacked in Canada, I know, by this. I know we're being attacked in the United States by this. LGBT, LGBTQ plus P, whatever it is now. And you can't call a male a male or a female a female or so on. So he's calling on pastors to stand up on January 16th in unity and solidarity with ministers here in Canada. He says, I and we are truly grateful for your ministry and service. Bill C-4 passed through the House and the Senate without opposition. Not a single dissenting vote was cast by any member of the Conservative Party. It received royal assent and on December 8th which means it will come into law after January 8th, 2022. The bill will amend the criminal code in Canada to ban conversion therapy. It will criminalize, among other things, causing another person to undergo conversion therapy, promoting or advertising conversion therapy. In the preamble of the bill, it says that the belief that heterosexuality, cisgender identity, and gender expression that conforms to the sex assigned to a person at birth are to be preferred over the sexual orientations, gender identities, and gender expressions is a myth. According to Canadian law, as of January 8th, 2022, the belief in God's design for marriage and sexuality will now be seen as a myth. They're going to now say anyone that would try to talk to someone that is a homosexual and that would try deliver them the biblical definition, the biblical uh, way we should live, the fact that we're born a male or we're born a female and nothing we can do will change it, anything else is against God's way, that's now illegal as of January 8th in Canada. 
The bill defines conversion therapy as a practice, treatment, or service designed to change a person's sexual orientation to heterosexual, change a person's gender identity to cisgender, change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth, repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior, repress a person's non-cisgender identity, or repress or reduce a person's gender expression that does not conform to the sex assigned to the person at birth. The definition is intentionally broad, and it can clearly be used against any preacher or elder who either speaks against homosexuality, transgenderism, or who counsels a person to obey Christ and abandon their homosexual transgender actions and lifestyle. This means as of January 8, 2022, it will be against the law to preach, teach, or counsel regarding God's design for marriage and sexuality. So this is a part of the attack, the persecution. Of course, Jesus tells us to be prepared and to be instant in season and out of season. And this seems to be a time that we're out of season for God's word. And everyone's having itching ears, but they they don't want to be taught. They don't want the truth. Everyone's following the propaganda, that the barrage of propaganda through the big pharma, uh, the big media, big government, and so on. Quote, everyone who knowingly causes another person to undergo conversion therapy, including by providing conversion therapy to that other person, is guilty of an indictable offense and liable to imprisonment for a term of not more than five years. Similarly, everyone who knowingly promotes or advertises conversion therapy is guilty of an indictment, indictable offense and liable to imprisonment for a term of not more than two years. This is an attack on God's word, a direct attack on God's word. And we need to stand. And I'm, I'm challenging you pastors to stand and you Christians to stand. It's not just for pastors. But if you believe in God and you trust God's word and you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Well, he teaches us to live a moral lifestyle, sexually moral lifestyle, heterosexual. We, we're to live in a way that is pleasing to him. We don't have sex out of marriage. We, our marriage involves one man and one woman. And that is intended to be till death do us part. He continues on January 16th, 2022, faithful men across this country and many in the United States as well will be preaching on God's design for marriage and a biblical ethic of sexuality. We'll be doing so illegally, declaring to the state that there is one God and one Lord over his church and that Christ alone gets to both define marriage and dictate what is required in the pulpit. We are honored that our American brothers will be joining us in this. Please feel free to let me know if you have any questions or require any more information. It's, it is your, yours in Christ, Andrew DeBatarlo Tolo, teaching elder in Counter Church. So that was the letter, the email sent to Brother John MacArthur. And Brother John MacArthur continues saying, I'm eager to support our Canadian brothers and to preach on biblical sexual morality on January 16th. And I invite you as a faithful pastor to do the same. 
Our united stand will put the Canadian and the U.S. governments on notice that they have attacked the word of God. We are all well aware of the evil power and destructive influence of the homosexual and transgender ideology. Our government is bent on not only normalizing this perversion, but also legalizing it and furthermore criminalizing opposition to it. Remember, our government was made for a moral people. If they prevail with immorality, our country will fall. And I was born an American, and I don't intend on relinquishing my rights that God has given me. He continues, that was my words. I'm going back to John MacArthur's. He says, 2012, California passed Senate Bill 1172, banning gay conversion alongside New York, New Jersey, and Nevada. In doing this, the California government sought to prohibit any correction of an unbiblical view of sexual identity because California has a compelling interest in protecting the well-being of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals. And on August 18th, 2020, the Democrat Party declared at the National Convention that it would ban harmful conversion therapy practices. The Obama administration appointed more than 250 LGBTQ plus people to serve in the government. The Biden administration has promised to increase that number, and they have done so thus far. What he's saying here is in that bill, the gay conversion is when somebody realized that they... um, they uh destroyed their body with this um this um uh, uh, hormones and surgery to change their sex and destroy their body and then realized the terrible mistake they made they're banning the, the their ability to revert to their original sex and they did this in, in California with bill 1172 and thanks to obama they the administration they appointed more than 250 lgbtq plus people to serve in the government he's deliberately filling government with those people leaning to that that are pushing this it's not the fact that they've all have sinned and come short of the glory of god but there's an active agenda to destroy our country, and this is the way that they're doing it. They're wanting to tear our government down. This is attacking the family nucleus, the the father, mother, and children. This is destroying the family that God created, putting God first, Jesus, the man, the woman, and the children, in the order that God put. They're destroying it, and that's they're deliberately doing it. And Brother MacArthur continues, as aggressive as this political priority is to make perversion safe from criticism in the United States, Canada is even further ahead. On November 29, 2021, the House of Commons passed Bill C-4 with a completely unanimous vote, amending the code to include conversion therapy. Since this law takes effect on January 8, 2022, Faithful Canadian pastors are going to preach on the issue, calling for a biblical understanding of sexual sin, the eternal judgment that falls on the unrepentant and gospel-rejecting sinners, and the grace of God in the gospel which offers forgiveness to those who repent and believe in Christ. In 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11, Paul clearly articulates why we must speak the truth. 
And he says, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such, and I love this part. It's my favorite part of this text. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. God has made a way, an escape through his son, innocent son, Jesus Christ, who shed his innocent blood on the cross for us. And it doesn't matter what the sin, he provided a way out. But our government is deliberately attacking and suppressing the truth. All sinners need conversion Brother MacArthur says, but the list focuses specifically on the sexually immoral, adulterers, effeminate, and homosexuals who will not inherit the kingdom of God. Our calling as gospel ministers is to preach the truth, confront sin, and call all men to repentance and obedience to the gospel, the good news that achieves soul conversion and saves sinners from eternal wrath. Will you stand with me and our Canadian brothers and confront in a spirit of love and mercy, the damning sins legalized in our culture. Pastors, will you join the nationwide effort to preach on a biblical view of sexual morality on January 16th, 2022, and proclaim the gospel of salvation that is now criminalized? Faithful church members and lay leaders, will you join in prayer that God would work powerfully through the preaching of his word and in the lives of the lost? If we all stand strong in this conviction together, the governmental forces of evil will be put on notice that divine love and sovereign grace compel us to be faithful to proclaim radical transformation at any cost. This world system and its human governments will gladly send people to hell, but our calling is to rescue people with the truth. 2 Timothy 2, 24-26. And I'm going to turn... Uh, to there real quick. I didn't have it bookmarked. Give me a second here. Second Timothy 2. Second Timothy. It's kind of cold in my office here. I'm trying to get my fingers to work. Second Timothy chapter 2. Verse 24 through 26. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. And then he continues, if you will join us, please sign your name below and take a stand for the truth of the saving gospel. So if you go to gracechurch.org, that's Brother John MacArthur's uh, website for the for Grace Community Church. And then there's a below this article is the sign now button. And like I said, I already went through and I signed it. I put my name, Re Reverend Joshua Miller on there. And I'm not scared. I'm not going to back down. So I encourage you to do the same if you're in a position. If you're a Christian, you're in a position to preach the word and to declare the good news of Jesus Christ, his saving power through accepting him as our Lord and Savior. He provided the free gift. 
is to us. All who shall call upon his name. So I encourage you to share the gospel to make a stand specifically on January 16th and, and take notice to the government, our government here in the United States and Canada. And I would encourage you around the world, uh, many different countries can hear me in Germany, uh, South Africa, North Africa, the Sierra Leone, uh, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, many places. We all need to take a stand. After all, God created all of us. And he put us all in a specific places for a reason. So let's all stand together. Hope that we can stand on the 16th Sunday against and declare the, uh, biblical sexual morality. Because the governments, and it's not just the United States, it's not just Canada, but they are trying to wash away God's way in his word, which they can't if we don't let them. So I encourage you to make a stand and I want to go to the Lord in prayer now and pray for the pastors and hope that they will make the stand, take the stand together as the body of Christ. The body of Christ is uh, incapable unless it works together. So let's go to, to, to the Lord in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, I pray that you would be with us today. Help us to live for you and grow close to you. Help us to honor you as we live for you and uplift your word. And as I'm thankful for your grace, for your mercy that you've extended to us. I'm thankful for the hope that we have in you and your word that you provided to us. I'm thankful that no matter what the trials or persecutions are that come our way, that you've given us that, that boldness. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. <clears throat> I thank you, Lord, that you've given that to me, the boldness. I know I haven't attained the, the, the boldness, I think, that you, the level of boldness that you want me to have, but I'm thankful that so far you've given me more and more as each situation comes. You've, been able to, you've given me the strength to be able to endure and have it uh, back down to the attacks of the devil. I encourage specifically the pastors to stand and to preach your word, especially on the 16th against the sexual immorality that we're facing and the government's attempt, deliberate attempt. Now, they, they are deceiving people into following this route, this perversion, this mutilation of their body, and they've deceived so many people. I pray that you, through us, would, would be able to extend your grace and your mercy and love to them. And I'm calling on the pastors. I'm going to pray for specific pastors that I know. Uh, Pastor Arthur Pulaski, I know I'm thankful for his boldness that he's stepped, stepping up and preaching no matter what the devil throws at him. Pastor Greg Locke, Pastor John MacArthur. There's many other. Pastor James Coates, again, in Canada. Um, those that I know, my, my family, I have many pastors in my family. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, be with my my father, Terry Miller, Reverend Terry Miller, and as he give him the strength and boldness to step up and preach your word, be with my uncle Brian Welch and give him the boldness to step up and be that horn, that, that voice in the wilderness that you've called us to be, be with uh, 
Reverend Tommy Bryant and give him the strength and boldness to step up and to be the, the, the voice, that truth giver that you've called us to be. Pray that you would be with Pastor Sean Fortner and give him the strength, that physical strength that he needs in the current situation that he's in. Give him that strength that he needs to, to stand and to preach the word, the truth. Be with uh, Reverend Todd Black and give him the strength to step up against the face of the devil and to be that resistance that pushes back that roaring lion who seeks to destroy and to, to kill, to devour those, every person in his way. As I pray that you would be with the uh, Pastor Daniel Duncan and that church there, uh, Liberty Baptist Church, Lord, and, and comfort them in this time and that they would be able to stand the attacks, to preach the gospel without wavering. On down the line, I could continue to name pastors, but be with Pastor Sammy Sutton there, the church in Spartanburg. I pray that you'd give him the strength to be bold, to step out and call out the devil and his lies and speak against the wickedness that he should. Brother Tim Hackett in Spartanburg, that he would step up and be steadfast, bold, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. With our, our director at Home Missions, Brother David Crow, that I'm thankful for him that he's been faithful, that he's pre preached the word and he hasn't failed, hasn't faltered. I could keep going, but Lord, I I, I have, I think I've got the point across. I pray that you give them the strength. I pray that they would seek you and seek your will and way. I pray that we would honor and glorify you in what we say and what we do. It's a spiritual battle. We can't do it alone, but you've called us to step up. But we can do it united. I pray that we would unite in, in your, the spirit of the Lord and resist the devil, resist this tyrannical government that we have. We can do it. We are the, the people, the majority are God's people. I pray that we would step up and stop being silent. It's not time to be silent anymore, but step up and speak the truth. People need to hear the truth. There's people that's their desire. If they had only known the truth before they made the terrible mistake, they wouldn't have done it. And we're here to speak it. We give you the glory and the praise in your holy name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining today. I hope you have a blessed day. Please share this with everyone you know. God bless.